I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. is NXT. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm joined by Randy Andy Datsun. Welcome to a new era of WWE Raw. Mm. Usually it's meant to be me and Luke doing yes. this show uh, because we lost at Quizzlemania. Boo hoo hoo. We're reviewing Raw. Tempest and Pete are reviewing AEW until All Out. But, uh, Everyone's off this week. Yeah. So double Andy. Yeah. So I was I, I won that quiz single handedly. Every single time Tempest went, I don't know. And my my reward is to do raw for two weeks. So I, I'm glad I did that. Well, this was we recorded that episode of Quizzlemania before Vince McMahon stepped down, before Triple H was yes. named head of creative. This was meant to be a punishment. But as we can see, it's actually one of the more exciting things to happen in the recent history of WWE. Um, please, if you haven't already, give us a subscribe, press the thumbs up button, leave us a comment down below if you're watching on demand, and send in those ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support, or read out every single one of them before the end of the show over five US dollars. None of your stinking Canadian ones. Uh. Right, so first off, this was just a very coherent episode like yeah. the because the bar has been set so low by wwe over years and years and years this wasn't like a mind-blowing excellent show right. this was like what the baseline of a good wrestling show should be yeah it set up things at the start which then paid off several times not just once like you'd go uh, with the Bailey stuff, uh -huh. and then it and then it played off at the end. You'd go with the the Champa stuff, and it played off at the end. Edge coming back, and that played off at the end. Everything had a, oh, here's something, and then we actually got the another part of that story later, rather than just segment, 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 segment. It was nice, and I, and I watched the whole thing because I don't watch Raw that often. And so when you were like, oh, you've got to watch Raw next week, I was like, oh, crap. Mm -hmm. But actually, I'm quite excited now to watch next week's episode of Raw, which I can't imagine happens to you very often. No, no, never. It's always a chore. 
I mean, like, the, there'll be the occasional thing where I'm excited, like when Cody Rhodes, like, you know, like the, the Raw after WrestleMania, mm. for instance. But really, I'm not like, I just want to see the moment how it's paid off. Yeah. I'm never excited about long-term stuff in WWE because of the track record that they never pay off on it or play off on it, as yes. you say. But with Triple H, I feel like that that has been wiped clean, that slate. And it might also end up rubbish. Yes. In a month's time, they might not revisit any of the things they've set up. This is the problem, is that are we just so excited about the possibility of something different yes. that we're like, oh my God, this is the best. Like like anything could anything could have been on this show and have gone, oh, so much better. Yes. Yes. But that, there's nothing wrong with that. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, are we going to be like this for a month and then go, oh, it actually is the same as it was before. And it was that one week where we were like, oh, great. But actually, it's pretty much the same thing. It is certainly a possibility. Mm. But the exciting thing right now is that we don't know. So we can dare to dream. And that's what a lot of the excitement is for, particularly in... So this episode was constructed in a way. Usually three hours of Raw is a slapdash smorgasbord of unconnected, meaningless moments. Mm. Here's some 24-7 title stuff. Here's Veer. Here's a 15-minute promo which says nothing, which leads into a DQ finish match. Yeah. Nonsense. This whole three hour... There were only four stories on this whole three-hour episode. You had the women's division stuff, mm-hmm. all interwoven with each other. The US title stuff. You had Seth Rollins' riddle, uh, Street Profits. And then you had the Mysterio's Judgment Day saga. Yeah. That was all that happened on this show. And it just was such a breath of fresh air to let those things breathe. Yeah. No, I, I genuinely sat down to watch it this morning thinking a bit sort of, Okay, here we go. I'll watch Raw, and then it'll be whatever. But by sort of you half... weren't excited. I was excited, like genuinely. And now this is this hasn't happened in a long time. I turned off notifications for like WrestleTalk.com, mm. great website, last night because I was so sure that something big was going to happen, and it didn't. But I was that excited or that interested that I didn't want to wake up, look at my phone, and go, "Oh, Sasha and Naomi are back." Mm. And then basically watch the show going, any minute now. Oh, there they are. Yeah. Like, I was actually excited to watch the show. And so, yeah, waking up in the morning, I, I, I was tired. I was, but within 10 to 15 minutes, I already was much happier. Yeah. And the whole, pretty much the first hour, I because we were watching it on a on a stream without adverts, I don't know whether they did this, but there was a report from... Um, Russell votes, which was like USA was saying, you can have the first hour without adverts if you would like it. No ads in the first hour. Yeah, that's yeah. what happened. And that was great because there are too many adverts generally on television, but American television in particular. I don't know if you ever watched an episode of Jeopardy, mm. but it is here's a question and here's a five minute ad break. Um, and so to have that was really pleasant. And there were three matches in the first hour of Raw, which probably has never happened before. It probably, probably, but not not to this extent. No, the and good ones as well. What WWE have done under Triple H's guidance is they don't have a world champion really on Raw, 
both belts are on Roman Reigns. He doesn't show up a great deal. So smartly, and this is what I thought they were going to do back at WrestleMania when they got themselves in this situation, raise a secondary or mid-card title to fill its place. Yeah. And this is the first proper episode, I would say, of the Triple H era, and that is immediately what he did with the women's division, which mm -hmm. we'll talk about later, and the US title. Yes. Who would have thought that I would be so excited for the United States Championship? Well, it's also on someone perfect right <coughs> now, because Bobby Lashley has been WWE Champion twice in the last mm -hmm. year, so to have him as the guy who's holding your belt as well, if it had been theory, I feel like this would have been much harder to play off. Yeah, yeah. But because it's Bobby Lashley, and because it actually now feels like that's going to be really hard to get off him... Very weirdly absent from this show. Yes, yeah, so Apparently had his, some personal issues. Yeah, his uncle passed mm. uh, yesterday, I believe. Um, he posted about it on Instagram. So I don't know whether that's the why it is, but it seems to be that, that the kind of those things lined up. I imagine there were some plans for him, but yeah. they didn't get to do it. So the what happened on the show with the US title was two three ways. Mm -hmm. The winners of the three ways would face in sort of the second hour main event. Mm with the winner of that getting to face Bobby Lashley for the title next, next week. week yeah. So already you're like, oh my God, you're setting up stuff for later. You're setting up stuff for next week. Yeah. The two three ways were Ali versus The Miz versus AJ Styles, which was terrific. It, it was the <clears> first <throat> time in so long that I went, oh man, The Miz. Yeah. Because <laughs> the other guys are so good and they let, they didn't do anything. There were a couple of spots in there, especially the finish, which was so cool. And then the, the Miz was allowed to be involved in it. We were like, oh, yeah, the Miz. Yeah. I mean, really, he didn't do much. Yeah, you but, laid But there. he felt better because he was surrounded by these guys who were so excellent. It was great to see Mustafa Ali mm. get a match. I think I knew pretty much from the start that it was going to be AJ Styles winning. I thought that it would be very strange if they picked anyone else. But it was so good to just watch a match and for it and again it might just be the triple h effect but it just felt like everyone in the match was having a good time and it felt like people watching were having a good time and there were spots in the match where well they may have happened before but because they would sort of they felt so mm. so fluid and so nice and so good to watch that it just was a, a much more pleasant experience and also to know that it wasn't going to be oh and we'll see what happens next as raw rolls on that was nice as well I always thought, hey, the wrestling, when the bell rings, that's always good stuff in mm. WWE. It's the finishes, it's the booking, it's the not getting over characters, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, when they're wrestling, I think generally a decent, like, they have decent mm. matches, at least one or two a week on an episode. This match, which was the first match of the Triple H regime, let's say, really was a step up from the usual in-ring work. Mm. And I, I just, that caught me by surprise that it was, that it can be so much better in sports entertainment world. Do you feel like there is a difference between Vince McMahon saying, go out there and give it all you've got for 12 minutes, and Triple H saying, go out there and give it all you've got for 12 minutes? Because I feel like you actually <coughs> think you can go out there and yeah. have your own match rather than, Okay, this is what Vince wants. You're not playing to what Vince. No, exactly. Has in his head. And we've seen cool Styles class finishes in the past, but they teased so many different cool Styles mm. class finishes in this match. We're like, oh, okay. He he he's actually probably been practicing these for for five <laughs> years, and he's only now he's like, oh, I can actually do them now. 
So the finish was, Miz is down, Ali hits a 450 splash on him, but sort of in the recoil, bounces up mm. into AJ Styles' arms, I... and he hits a Styles clash on Ali, onto the Miz who's lying down. I don't know how he did it. Well, Miz I... helped him up. He did a bit, but at the same time, you've just got the, the, the precision yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've only seen, uh, there have been a couple of AJ like, Styles clashes in the past where I've gone, okay, that was cooler, but this was really quite special because the styles clash is quite a contrived clunky yeah, move yeah. to set up like i'm gonna get you up here and With your legs over my shoulder get, get your legs like that you almost have to help the other person yeah, yeah yeah so to get in a position where you are hitting a genuine from out of nowhere styles yeah. clash like it's as easy to do as a a cutter yeah very impressive of course aj styles won um before that match started we got a really nice video package talking up the united states title yeah JBL voiced it over, all the lineage and the history. Yeah, like you say, this, if, this is going to be the main title now. Mm. But with, with Roman Reigns not going to be on TV much, I think <laughs> Roman Reigns will probably see him in the two weeks. He might be on SmackDown a bit, but in the two weeks before Clash the Castle, we'll probably see him. But I wouldn't be surprised at all if he's not on WWE TV for the next, for the next two weeks. Yeah, time. yeah, I agree. Uh, but I, I love this US title video package. Yeah. It's actually my favorite thing on the whole show. I, I loved it. Was it was really good. Uh, Logan Paul also got a little sort of promo in the entrances here saying he loves wrestling. He'll be back. He got cheered. He did get cheered. My brother, who is not interested in wrestling at all, like he came to he came with me to a, a WWE show a few years ago because I didn't really have any friends who liked wrestling. Mm. Um, he texted me saying, I heard Logan Paul is annoyingly good at this wrestling <laughs> stuff, but why is he the good guy? Yes, and that like he all he's done there is scroll Twitter mm. and and probably clicked on it and gone. Oh, the comments are saying why is why why is he not a heel? So for someone who has zero interest in wrestling to immediately go, that's weird. Like okay, if yeah. it works, it works. But I, I I think they they are it it is they are kind of standing in front of an open goal and kicking it backwards. Totally, like Bad Bunny. You know, he came in and I was like, who's this celebrity? <laughs> and then he did really well. And he's got quite an affable, mm. nice presence about him. Logan Paul, with the utmost respect, does not have a nice presence about him. He's very no. smarmy looking. And yeah, th th you'll always be going against the grain. People did cheer him because he was so impressive. Yeah. But it, it works so much better if he was a heel. Uh, but yeah, probably coming back for a match at the castle. The second three-way was later on. That was Dolph Ziggler versus Tommaso Ciampa versus Chad Gable. Not as good as the first match, no. but I really still good. Like, it was non-stop. There wasn't a single rest hold on this episode. No lock-ups or tests of strength. Uh, the, my favourite spot in this was a Chaos Theory suplex, yeah. which Ziggler ran in and with got a, a zigzag with a, with a zigzag. I mean, the, the zigzag is, is, a, is a silly move, but... <sighs> There is a way of making it yeah. look good, and this does this. This did look great, um, and I just I liked how they were using the ring as well because mm. there were like there were quite a few times where I was surprised by it. Like there were some times where I was like, okay, well he's going to put his leg on the rope, but they actually used the ring as a, as a prop because sometimes you just get them having a wrestling match and you're like, okay, whatever. But it actually felt like they were being a lot more creative with mm. just little spots, and you can but you can do that more in a triple threat. Yeah. Uh, and Champa got the win. I thought a bit, yeah. like, predictable, but not in the way that it ruined the match. It was just, oh, I know he's feuding with Styles. 
it makes most sense. I, I thought he would probably win, but at the same time, I wouldn't have been that surprised if it had been someone yeah. else. Yeah. Which is good. So Champa got the fairy tale ending on Gable to win. It cut to two guys in the crowd. I thought the crowd sucked, unfortunately. Yeah. Like, this show was too good for the crowd. It was, because there were lots of spots where I thought, oh, this is great. And I was like, oh, but I'm, it's fine. I'm not playing. I'm, my, my partner's still sleeping. I'm probably just not playing it very hard. And then I, I was like, oh, no, the crowd's just not into this. And I, I do, but when you look at it, it makes sense because how many people who go to WWE shows, families, kids, yeah. are really keeping up to date with the machinations of who's in control backstage? Yeah. Very, very few, I reckon. And then they see a guy like Champa, who's been a nobody, unfortunately, yeah. on the and main Damien roster. Sandow, basically. And he wins. Of course they're going to go, oh, cool. Yeah, all right. This yeah. is, is going to be, I don't blame the crowd i've seen a lot of people you, you, it's, it's a process you've got to build these got, crowds up you've got two triple threat matches and one main eventer in out of six people mm. i would say i mean not that they can't be main eventers but right now for this crowd which like you say isn't on twitter going oh okay this is all happening mm. they're just turning up with their kids and like heart and like a bunch of dads who probably don't watch wrestling but they've got their kids there and the kids just going huh but these aren't my favourites. Where's Roman Reigns? These aren't my toys. And that is something that I think we'll have to look out for in this Triple H era is that, yeah, lots of guys who weren't being pushed like Champa before are going to get pushed. But you wonder what's going to happen to the Vince McMahon guys who, I don't know, there aren't that many sort of mm -hmm. body guys right now, but like uh, kind of Rick Boogs Omos. or someone like oh, Omos. We haven't seen him for two weeks. And you've got to wonder whether Omos <laughs> isn't long for, for WWE. Yeah, uh, but it did cut to two guys in the crowd, which really made me laugh because everyone else was sitting down going like, oh, okay, whatever. And there are these two guys, big beards, metal t-shirts. Yeah! yeah! Come on! <laughs> um, but then, of course, those two had a the, the number one contenders match later on. Booker T came out for commentary, and I was like, this is insane. I'm enjoying Booker T on commentary. I'm not sure I ever can. I find him too annoying. He is. And he was here as well. But it was just the idea that they brought out a former US champion to be on commentary for this match. It just just that extra bit of detail on the presentation. Yeah. Well, it was it, yeah, it made sense, but mm. I still find him it, it it'd be like if Bully Ray came on commentary. I was like, "Oh, he's still a bit of a knob though, aren't you?" Yeah. But I think it was the right move. Yeah. Um Champa didn't get an entrance, which made me worried. Yeah, he, we got we got the end of his entrance. We got this, the, the end of his music. And I was like, oh, I mean, like maybe this is Champa's push that he gets. Yeah. They used, the they used all the music budget thing. on bringing back Metalingus. Yeah. And, but then, really good match, I thought. Uh, AJ jumping into the, the jumping knee. Yeah. Um, but then Miz sort of did some interference. Styles was outside and Miz grabbed onto his leg so he couldn't beat the count. Mm. Hit him from yeah. the referee in the barricade. Uh, but he made it in. I was like, don't do a crappy deep, like a finish like yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. He makes it in, and Tommaso Ciampa immediately fairy tale ending, and he wins. Ciampa is facing Bobby Lashley next week for the US title. And because it's Triple H, Ciampa, I feel like he's not going to win, and AJ might have something to do with it, but I feel like it's at least going to go 10 minutes. Oh my God, I think I... Th yeah. Yes, yeah, screw it. I'm going to wildly speculate and get hopeful. I think this will be the main event. 
Yeah. I think it'll go like 15 minutes and I think it will be built up all show and I think Champa wins. Because of what? Because clean? You think he's going to beat Bobby Lashley clean? Maybe not clean. Maybe like he exposes a turnbuckle or dastardly Champa. Are you reviewing with me next week? Yeah. Okay. Well, you heard it here we first. Can... Because what if Johnny Gargano comes back? And helps Champa. Not helps Champa. Just... He is the feud. He's the first title feud for Champa. Champa wins. Microphone. I'm actually a good guy. And or or, or, he's, or he's still kind of no, no, I think he mid, wins. mid card heel. He wins. Anyone can face me. And then Johnny Gargano. But you do that the week after. I'm not saying okay. Gargano returns next week. And Sasha and, and Naomi in the same segment. And The Fiend. Yeah. Yeah. AEW it. Bobby got a promo afterwards, which yeah. was fun. I'm going to crush him. I think a lot of people are cutting better promos. Yeah. I think Bobby's cutting the same I'm promo. <laughs> Look how big my boobs are. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hey, it's Sharon, and here's where it gets interesting. Raise your hand if you want Salon Perfect Nails for just $2 a manicure. Yeah, me too. With the Alvin June Manny system, you can say goodbye to expensive services that take hours and hours and love your nails more than ever. I would know I've been doing it for years. Get 20% off your first Manny system with code PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. That's PERFECTMANNY20 at alvinjune.com slash PERFECTMANNY20. Let's get into your thoughts on the show, folks. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one over five US dollars. 
Where are the chats? Uh, I put them in the uh, in the in the raw there one as well. There it is. Str uh, uh, that's Where's the wrong Luke? one. All right, there you go. I could probably get my own link. There it is. I've got it. <clears throat> Seamless. Right. Charles Berg says, Ollie, you said the same thing I thought in your review. Two clear story threads go in the entire show. Many people get showcased. The US title got some respect. It feels like someone who actually likes wrestling and can remember yesterday is in charge now. That is, so I'm, I'm uh, spoiler, I'm doing a voiceover for one of the Parts Fun Known lists next week uh, whilst Tempest is away. And my intro does literally say that it feels like someone who is in touch with modern wrestling mm. is actually running the product cfc nay hi guys triple h taking over wwe is not bad news for AEW. i think it's the opposite less talent available to be signed by tony khan will mean a focus product which it hasn't been i think aew was at the peak of its power when it was just a small roster thoughts well, you know, it's already got a roster too large. Yeah. Most of those guys are signed for five, seven years or something ridiculous. So no, I don't think I I do think this is a bad thing for AW. We'll see. We'll see. John Wick one GM. Triple H is going to have a tough task training the main roster audience to care about wrestling again due to the manical maniacal tyrant telling them wrestling doesn't matter. It he, yeah, I think it, it's gonna take a few months. But it's a promising start. We've got a similar thing from Joseph Poland Jr. Do we think it will take some time for crowds to understand pro wrestling in this form because we've been conditioned to the rubbish we've seen weekly for the last 10 years? I think Triple H understands. There was still enough sports entertainment on this show to make me think he's going to be able to find a kind of happy medium. I think the, the, the sort of wrestling side, the love of pro wrestling, is going to come pretty quickly because mm. it's so exciting. The problem I think they're going to face is the characters. No one really is over in WWE, let's be honest. No. Uh, especially not the guys they're probably going to push now like Chamber. So it's a process of getting those people over properly in front of this audience. That's not something that happens instantly. You've already done the debut. You yeah. can't just have a shock thing, here they are. You've got to first undo Champa's booking so far then build him up to be serious. And then even then, that's like a three, four month process. Yeah, make make Champa your champion <clears throat> until like, I don't know, what's a Saudi show or whatever it is. Huh. Actually just have him have lots of really good matches mm. because that's one of the things that Fightful Select has reported is that uh, they've been really impressed with Champa and Triple H wants to basically make him their exhibition match guy. Mm. And so you could absolutely see if he does win next week, him just doing the open challenge and just over and over and over again, him just bringing out Mustafa Ali, bringing out all these guys, having 20-minute matches and every week. And you're like, oh, wow, wrestling's great when, yeah. you, when you do it properly. Well, so many people have gotten over with that act. Yeah, uh, Bala, Rollins, obviously Cena. Right, so let's get into the, the main show. Keep sending in your ultra chats to wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Mm -hmm. um, the show kicked off with Becky Lynch coming down to the ring, her arm in a sling, and she said, yeah, I, I, yeah, I did injure myself. Have you seen Ooh. the picture? No. <gasps> rank. There is a picture of Becky Lynch's shoulder 
separated. Like you can see a bump here where the top of the blade is, and then there's a shoulder a little bit lower I down. See, I don't mind. I, I can't deal with like gore and like. Did you remember the Dax? No, no, no the Cash Wheeler when oh, he like yeah, yeah pinched his skin, and the the one when uh, Neville or Pack like mm. had his finger sideways. That kind of stuff is more visceral for me. What about Cesaro's teeth? Oh yeah, that, well, that was pretty rank. Well, that, this was still horrible to look at yeah, yeah. and she still wrestled like a 10 minute match after that insane uh she said it was like one of the painful most painful things she's ever done but not as painful as realizing how separated she had become from reality just as a character beat separated uh um i don't know whether this was me because i'm so used to wwe but like when she came out with the injury and said i'm injured and then got attacked on that injury afterwards i was like but why didn't she come out without the sling? Because she wasn't going to get hit, and then th that's writing her off. And I think that's fine. I know, I know it's fine, but in yeah. my mind, I was like, oh, well, she's just getting attacked. They attacked again. the bad part. That's yeah, even I know. more it was, nefarious. It was clever. Uh, <laughs> she, was she welcomed Belair out, uh, and they hugged again, and Becky walked off just saying, see you soon. So it's probably surgery, you'd, you'd think. So yeah. four or five months, maybe. Royal well, Rumble return. Yeah, Louis Dangor speculated a uh, yeah. Royal Rumble return, wins the Royal Rumble, and then Ronda at Mania singles. I mean, I, I've always thought Cody is the the main story to tell in that Royal Rumble return. I don't know but if he you might want... not be in the women's match. Yeah. <laughs> but do you, do you want both Rumbles having a returning start to win? I think so. I, I'd be, like that. I'd, um, be, I'd be as long as I got that number in the Royal Jamble. Again, again, two-time winner. Belair, Bianca Belair cut a short promo. I thought she was so much better than usual. Yeah, because she didn't have to stick to as much of a script it seemed. Yeah, um, but she was interrupted by the control faction. They attacked Becky Lynch oh, backstage. It seems to be. Okay, that's what Bailey kept on posting on social media. Oh. And then Braun Strowman replied, your narrative? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, come on. That's... Just post on Wrestle Cringe already. We had the US title stuff. Then we had Seth Rollins versus Montez Ford. Seth came out gloating about injuring Riddle. Um, and then the Street Profits, who are friends with Riddle, came out and said, well, we want to face you. Seth yeah. said, you should break up. Again, this is like the 14th tease mm -hmm. we've had. And then the Prophets did sort of rock, paper, scissors to decide who would face Rollins. And they go, one, two. And then Montez Ford just runs down. Grabs to the rare. Yeah. Yeah. So I, well, when I saw that, I honestly thought, oh, it was a distraction thing. Yeah. But Rick, everyone else has pointed out, no, it's, it's furthering the Dawkins split. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because in no way does that work as a distraction. No, because you've got to run twenty seconds. It's, it's not ring. a distraction, <laughs> and actually, if you think about it, he's just being a dick. Yeah, like, I don't, I can't see them turning him heel. I can see that, that Dawkins being the heel in this. But but Montez is doing the heelish stuff. He here. is, but Dawkins will get annoyed by it and will then just beat him up. Because Maybe, let, let, let's face it, that's a terrible. Angelo story. Dawkins is great. Montez Ford, as as prophesized by the great Luke Owen many years ago, he is a future WWE champion, and I think he really is. And I, I, I just in this story, I think it would, if you want him to be that, I think it'd be weird for his first singles run to be as a heel. I think the heel works. You've already had a babyface run in the tag team. I, I, I think he might not be one-dimensional, but I think it, it it'll actually be tougher. 
as a baby face to get over in a single. You were like, oh, they, they always, whatever you're going to say, they twist when I think they're going to twist, or yeah. whatever you say. And then you like that in AW. So you I should, do. they should do it here. And you'll be like, oh, that's rubbish because you're no, a No, but shill. I can see both ways. Yeah. When they do something I, I don't, I can't foresee. Yeah. Well, also after, and this is, a, this, is this made me think they're going to split up even more. So mm. after all, they posted a video of them doing a really emotional promo on their Twitter, like one of those WWE.com exclusives. And it's like, I oh, know you really are going to split up, but when? Mm. So, like, it's going to happen. But, I yeah, like you said, I, I don't know who it's going to be. You think it's going to be Ford. I think it's going to be Dawkins. Just because oh. I don't think they like Dawkins as much and they're full, I want them that he's going to lose. Another bet. Mm. So, Champa's going to win the title next week and Montez is turning heel. Okay. What, next week? Not Maybe not next week. Okay. Um. So, Montez, Ford had a match with Rollins. Dawkins wasn't anywhere to be seen. I wish, like, if they are telling that story, they should have probably had one shot of Dawkins just going... Yeah. Huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but he was weirdly immediately absent. Yeah, he just it, it's not up really at the a end. good sign for Dawkins. Yeah, if they just no, we're not even caring about how yeah. you feel. Uh, so Ford, they had a. I thought they had a really good match. Montez Ford showed great fire, mm -hmm. kicked out of the Falcon Arrow buckle bomb spot, which was yeah, good, just like everyone always does. But the frog splash is not. Is it an effective move? It seems like it. He takes. The same amount of damage as the opponent. Yeah, I. Uh, there are, and there are lots of moves in wrestling where you're like, oh, it's it's never been the finish, like the Falcon Arrow Buckle Bomb mm. spot, and everyone's still surprised that it isn't the finish. But yeah, the, like, well, with the the old Eddie, Eddie Guerrero spot was to do the five star fog splash and then sell it like, oh god, that hurt. That's Rob Van Dam. No, they would both do it though. Yeah, but you said five star. I didn't watch wrestling back then. Um, the old frog splash spot with Eddie Guerrero, yeah. you know, where he would sell afterwards. Mm. Uh, so I, I imagine it does hurt as well. Yeah, I so, love it when they sell it, yeah. yeah. Um, but Rollins got the knees up this time and got the win and Seth was going to continue to beat him down, but Dawkins came down for the save. No split, no heel. No. It was, yeah. it's a, it's a in match. hindsight... It makes the SummerSlam yeah. loss but, a Robin, bit bad. Did you, I don't know if you mentioned, but Rollins said beforehand that he's now going to go after Reigns. Yes, yeah, he did say that. So I don't think he will. No, well, maybe after maybe after Clash. Yeah, because I think Seth is obviously going to have Riddle. Roman's obviously got True. Yeah, and then, and then Goldberg will come back for oh, Saudi. Yes. And then you've got Roman versus Seth at the Rumble. Gorg. Yeah. After that, we got Alexa Bliss versus Asuka. And they had a babyface, babyface match. Where For they, three seconds. They sort of like shook hands before. Mm -hmm. But then, yeah, control, if we're calling them Alt that, delete. ran down and sort of beat them up. And Belair came down to even the odds. And they booked Belair versus Io Sky yeah. tonight. Speaking of splashes, mm. surely they were setting up for, before they were interrupted, a moonsault with a chair on her chest yeah that looked like it would suck more for the person landing on the chair Shirai is the person who jumped off the top of the cage with a bin, with a bin. i know so I, I guess she's i don't know why i sounded so pop i know guys mm. no anyway uh i i know but it that felt like it would be like you'd land your face yes in probably the, good that she didn't know. yeah so but she was interrupted by uh bianca and uh asuka and I thought, WWE, oh, it's going to be a six-woman tag. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't. 
Straight up singles. Yeah, a lot of fresh matches on this show. Felt really good. Uh, then we got the second US title qualifier. Then Edge came out. With Metalingus. With Metalingus. The, the old entrance music was back. He got a huge pop. Um, and he, he just really short, concise promo, about two minutes in the ring. He said, I'm going to kill what I created. I'm going to kill Judgment Day. Yes. And then he left. I was like, Mwah. Perfect. Perfect. This is like the Dream McIntyre promo at SummerSlam. So I wanted what he's going to do. And it's it's over before I have a chance to get bored with it. There yeah. was no, like, run in. Finn Balor didn't come out and go, well, here's what I have to say to you. And Edge has to stand there like a yeah. lemon for five minutes. And then Damian Priest comes from behind. And then Edge has to be surprised by that. Yeah. I think it's going to take me a long time to trust the WWE because throughout this entire promo, I was like, "Okay, when they're coming." Mm-hmm. Throughout the entire uh, the the previous segment, oh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a six man tag. Like, it's gonna take a long time to get out of that mindset of it's Vince. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Mysterio's cut a promo on the Usos backstage. Then we got Belair versus Io Sky, and they sort of had an interview backstage. I hope the, you know, I think it's Sarah, Sarah Schreiber, the mm. interviewer, despite Control being quite a horrid faction on this episode, so my guests <laughs> at this time. I hope the interviewers get the show a bit more moral, yeah. disgust with people. Like, Ka- yeah. Kayla's pretty good at it. She is. I noticed Kevin Patrick changed height about four times mm. during this. He, yeah, with, with, with Ray, he was just a bit taller than Ray, and then he was standing next to, I can't remember who it was he was interviewing later on, but then he was the same height as them. Um, his thighs are going to be enormous from all that squatting Um, this match was really good it went 15, almost 20 minutes and the whole time like you, I'm just there being like this is Io's first match on the main Mm, roster it's against Belair please do not have her lose like that's the worst thing and I was like okay well then don't, also don't do a DQ don't do a DQ either. But that's the problem is that the, the entire time, <clears throat> again, the WWE tr- uh, sort of in my head is, oh, when are Bailey and Dakota Kai coming yeah. out? Any minute now, any minute now. And they did. I would almost prefer that they'd just come out with her. Well, I don't mind that they came out. I think that makes sense. And as long as it's stuff outside the ring, yeah. that's just an extra layer of injury. And, and I get that it was chaotic and the referee called a DQ, but actually... No one did anything wrong mm. because the illegal people attacked each other and the legal people were attacking each other. And it was like two minutes of brawling before one of the illegal people actually touched one of the legal people. Referee's discretion. You can't it is pe- referee's discretion. You can't have people running into the ring and fighting. It was fi- 24-7. They do it all the time. Yeah, They're running to a match. I think the 24-7 title's dead. Well, just like the women's tag. It's in the, it's, in, it's, in the, it's in the graveyard with the women's tag. Uh, yeah, but like... It felt it, but it didn't feel like a classic oh, DQ. Mm. It oh. was like it was. I was almost relieved that it was a DQ because I didn't. I guess Bianca could have lost via distraction, but I didn't want to see Io mm. Sky losing at all. So I, um, if if I'm gonna be fair to WWE and hold it to this new higher standard, I've got to also critique the stuff that I think was a mistake and I thought this was a mistake mm. um, because it you're delivering like a 15 minute really good match and it ends in a crappy 
bad. It's bad booking. Yeah. Because you can't think of a way to beat one of them, and you don't want to beat one of them. You've booked a match where you cut you into a corner. Mm-hmm. So yeah, bad matchmaking. Great match, but you, you've done it here. So all you have to do, because I think Belair could totally have taken the loss, have the brawl on the outside, where between Asuka, Bliss, Bailey, Kai. Yeah. Um, Bailey manages to just lamp Belair while Roll the referee is distracted and Sky moonsault to win. Yeah. And then Sky gets so much off of that, beating Belair in her first match. Belair is enormously protected. I don't think it would harm her one iota to take a loss. And it would really help elevate this new star. Yeah. Or if you really want if you wanted someone to lose, then I would have and unfortunately I would have chosen Dakota Kai. I, I hmm. just don't I don't think she's as over or as She's very good, but she's not Io. She's, yeah. Sorry, she's not Io Sky. So if you want someone to be the almost the full guy of the group, then mm. I feel like Dakota Kai is is the weakest member. Yeah, but it's still you don't want any of them losing. No, it's it's not just an individual's main roster debut. It's it's the faction. Mm. Uh, but the crowd liked it. The the brawl was enough to kind of distract from being essentially blue-balled and overall it was just such a great presentation of the women's division all that focus night-long storyline everyone feels like a star there was it's hard to complain six women around the ring and every single one of them was like they could be a future Mm. or they're all if if they hadn't already been they they, you can see eos eos guy and go to kai both being women's champions in the future and having bailey back Asuka actually feeling like Asuka again. Alexa Bliss, uh, I'm sure Chris was delighted to see Alexa Bliss back in a prominent role. Mm-hmm. Um, that's really, that, yeah, that, that's really exciting. Um, I, I was going to say something else, but I completely forgot what it was. But, yeah. Uh, then we got AJ Champer, which we've covered. And the main event, with there already, uh, was the Usos versus the Mysterios. The Usos had arrived earlier in the night. And this was... A really fun, fast-paced main event. Uh, Ray was just so quick at the beginning. Went about 10 minutes. And I cannot believe this. I genuinely bought into a near fall from Dominic. Yeah, I know, me too. The the, the double... Was it the double double 619 splash? And Jay, I think... One of the Usos. Jimmy Uso managed to break it. So Jay was being pinned, and I... Didn't it was such a last second? Mm. I, I know what it is about that Anawai family. <laughs> they are really good at near falls yeah. and breaking things up. Roman Reigns is the best near faller in the world, um, and so it was. Yeah, it was a really fun match. And yeah, like you say I went oh, mm. and I think it was the only time in the match where I really went oh. It's the only time in, sorry, in the in show months. That I went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I guess that's some fair street profits because those are the papers because they won, and I thought. Or maybe because it's the Triple H era, they're mm. going to do a title change on their first show. So I really thought it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but the Usos won in the end, 1D yeah. on Dominic. And then Judgment Day very quickly ran in and beat up the Mysterios. And Edge made the save, but accidentally speared Dom when Rhea Ripley pushed him. Oopsie. And speaking of Rhea Ripley, did you see Beth Phoenix's tweet? No. Eyes emoji. There's been a report recently that she is coming back, <coughs> so it would make mm-hmm. total sense for her to be the, the lady for Rhea Ripley yeah. to face because it's WWE. But Edge isn't going to beat up Rhea Ripley, so 
makes total sense for, for Edge to come back. Uh, what Liam website Liam he suggested maybe a, a an Edge uh, Edge Ray and 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 Beth versus mm-hmm. the the Usos and no not the Usos the Judgment Day somewhere down the line. Yeah, yeah uh, that, that makes that sense. kind of feud. I mean, putting if have Rhea beat uh, beat Beth in a in a kind of blow off feud puts Rhea over massive as well. I like all that. Have you, and I can't believe, you know, like last year when they did the Edge, was that this year? It was this year, was it? The Royal it? Rumble was the blow off to the Miz, Miz Maurice Yeah, the Edge, edge stuff. Phoenix uh, yeah. stuff. Uh, hated it. Yeah. I was like, make Edge do something serious. But this, this sounds good. Yeah. Have you Two seen veterans. the thirstiness on Twitter? For who? For Rhea Ripley. There's, uh, there seems to be this, uh, people like the idea goth. about being domed. So. And, it, and Dominic is also kind of called well, Dom. And don't, don't don't read into this chat, but I've always said that Rhea Ripley it's just sort of one of those things where you're like, I'm terrified of her but also very attracted to her. So you can you can mm. see you can see why these guys online you should you probably shouldn't air this online because it's a bit weird. Yeah. But you can kind well, of You just you, said it. Yeah. <laughs> no I did I didn't tweet about it though. Um, no, no, you did it in video form yeah, where it's I non anonymous. It. I just and want it's... I just want to call her mummy. No, I I just like you can see but she, she's she, in her get up. You can kind of get it, but like it's a bit, just don't. Me and Luke always uh, were were scared of her. Yeah. Like she was going to well, take the our same lunch thing money. With, well, yeah, I've got the same thing with Jade Cargill. Like mm-hmm. she's very attractive, but also she, I, I I don't want her to hit me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I don't want anyone to hit me. No. Um, but yeah, a lot a lot of people, and I think apparently Ripley is leaning into this idea on Twitter because she sort of posted that shot of her. What's the word? It is called, a, you know, like the 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 choke Choker. with the legs. Is, with it, legs. is that a scissor choke? I don't, I don't know that much. I don't want to say scissoring been, in this context. I haven't been on Love Honey for a while. What, what are people saying? But it's like a it's like me. a choke on Dominic. She posted that video. And oh, the triangle. Like they, the tri- they called it a triangle. Yeah. On the, and she was like, I thought you meant the thing she was wearing around no, her no, neck. No, no, no. no. Um, but yeah, a lot of people were very excited. By excited it. by that. Yeah. Uh, right. So not the statement show that was kind of no. maybe speculated on. Uh, but I think this was like a really good sign of what's to come. I think a lot of people. I think I saw a lot of people going, "Oh, that WWE leaked that kind of that statement line mm. to tease the whole Sasha Banks coming back." But like, oh, I never even made that. Yeah, connection. and then they that someone tweeted that they, that they <coughs> tweeted that there was going to be a walkout sale on WWEshop.com. <laughs> so I think that they're kind of mm. they're, they're sowing the seeds. But it was. An enjoyable show, and I wasn't bored at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, for three hours, that's quite something. Yeah. Uh, let's get into your. Oh, what did you give it out of five? I would have given it a, a four. Yeah, I gave it eighty yeah. percent, which is, you know, by far, yeah, yeah, the best raw episode of the year. Yeah, well, like, that, I think that, the other one's like sixty-two. When we were discussing titles earlier, I just said, "Oh, we're just going to call the best raw of the year," or like Triple H has saved raw. So I think it's pretty clear. Let's 
see your thoughts in the Ultra Chats. Remember, WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. We'll read out every single one of them by the end of the show. Over five US dollars. Yes, uh, on Raw-related stuff, Kid Phantom V3 says, Been a while since I super chatted, but glad the main roster is slowly getting better. And I think bringing Gargano back, I want... Uh, a DIY versus Uso match, and DIY would be the ones to take the United Tag Titles off them. Yeah, and there's so many ways you can go with Gargano and Champa. You can, but I, I don't want them to be a tag team immediately. Yeah, I would um, say that. We just missed one up top. Riot oh, D. yeah, sorry. Riot DR says, hey, yo, um, I love the man of three H's. Uh, I love how the man of three H's is implementing change, but try not to give us whiplash metaphorically. DQ finishes that further stories instead of dragging them out. Champions that matter and no sign of bad 24-7 shenanigans. Love your voices, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yes. Um, Kid Phantom V3 says, been a while. No, I said that one. <laughs> Mr. CJ Lily uh, says, really enjoyed Raw. I wonder why. Uh, still not convinced where Alexa stands in the women's division right now, but she's, uh, but still she in the mix with the big hitters. And I'm looking forward to Triple H bringing back iconic, better themes and entrance like Champers. Yeah. Didn't need the first DQ. Jam that jam. Mm. Uh, and once again from Chris says on the control uh, very interesting to see if they become like a female undisputed era on the main roster but I think someone has used control as faction name before could be tricky as in UK re wrestling NGCW they had a control faction there if you can remember I don't remember that I, I yeah I, I think they'll be okay they'll be yeah they'll be fine um, at least it's not the riot squad um Michael Dominguez says, saw Raw for the first time in years. Ollie, I felt about AW just like you, like it was missing something. Lately, if you take away the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society, stipulation matches, Dynamite has been what Raw was last night. A baseline. Good, not great. Now let's see if both get better. Roy Zhang says, why not just book Alexa or Asuka against one of the buddied? Oh, is that what the, that's probably another oh. name for control? Uh, that's a dumb name. Like <laughs> Ollie says, self-inflicted wound of booking. Yeah. Yeah, you could you could beat Asuka, couldn't you? But I think they are building up an Asuka-Sky match. I, I heard that they didn't actually really interact in that brawl, which is well, I was very mouthful. The thing I forgot to say earlier was I liked that, and I know that this happened before, but I liked that EO, that EO Sky's... Um, promo backstage was Japanese. Mm. Like it just felt, felt, felt genuine. Uh... Aaron Irons has been a member for two months in a row. Whoa. Thank you, Membergs. Uh, bring back Ollie. I wouldn't watch Raw if it wasn't my job, Davis. Well, honestly, like, imagine this isn't my job. I work somewhere else. I never started, never came on to Wrestle Talk. This would have been one of those moments where I would have been like, okay, I'm going to check it out. And I think I would have really enjoyed it. It's been a few a few times in the recent weeks. Just from morbid fascination, I've gone. I'm going to watch the first five minutes of mm. SmackDown because Vince is going yeah, to say yeah. something, or, or Stephanie's going to be on there. But this time, I was actually like, do you know what? Even if I hadn't been reviewing it, I probably would have watched Raw tomorrow. Mm. Uh, Nathan Portwoman says, uh, "Good morning, everyone. How's the weather? It's fine." It's muggy and it's not going to rain anytime soon. Andy, you're a baker, right? What is your favourite thing to make? Mine is cheesecake. P.S. Bring back the TLC sing-along, please. I don't got a favourite thing to make, but I like making things for people. Mm. So, like, if if it's someone's birthday, I like to I like to make them a cake because then I, I I'm a I'm a people pleaser. I don't think you've ever made anyone in this office Pete, a cake. When Pete first started, I did. That was 
four years ago. I know, but it's expensive to make a cake, and <laughs> I, I can if I charge you back to the company, I can, I'll do it. Uh, Richard Stevens says, "Oh, the TLC sing along. Oh, uh, we might, yeah, around TLC time, maybe. Yeah, if there is a TLC." Mm. Uh, Richard Stevens says, "Afternoon, guys. Wanted to say, keep up the great work. Just purchased my ticket for the watch along. Uh, if you haven't seen, we're doing a watch along. Where can you get tickets? In a pub." On September 3rd in London, there are details and a link to buy tickets in the video description below. It'd be great to see you there. We'll all be there. Yeah. We, um, d- we Luke shared the image on our group chat last night and just said we've sold 69 tickets yeah. and everyone just commented nice. No, very quickly as well. It was a real team effort. Uh, yeah, I've already had quite a few messages from some of our, our fans saying that they're coming and they're very excited. So, yeah, do come along. It'll be great. Uh, look forward to meeting you guys and watching the pay-per-view premium line event uh, a long-term subscriber to the channel there's a round of drinks for you guys on me we, uh, the amount of people who have said that I'm slightly worried that you're going to have 100 pints yeah I've got to do all out the next day so yeah. I, I don't drink alcohol together. so you can just keep buying me like fruit shoots that's absolutely fine um, LJ Mickey says hi guys Monday night NXT was <laughs> great but what is even greater well after a long, lengthy period of unemployment I got a job oh brilliant news excellent so now I'm once again able to support my favourite wrestling lads jam that jam well that's a lovely high note to end this optimistic podcast on congratulations LJ Mickey start a chant well done Mickey in the in the comments but for now, that's all we've got time for. Thanks for joining us today and for your lovely Ultra Chats. I've been Ollie Davis. That's been Randy Andy Datsun. Jam that jam. Jam that jam. Jam that jam. Jam that jam. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.